This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. My daughter said the first time the car flipped over, she saw him, but once it stopped, she didn't see him anymore. Devastation this morning for a family just in agony. A fatal rollover on I-10 just east of Smith Road left an 11-year-old Georgia boy dead. Right now, his family is not only heartbroken, but dumbfounded as to how they'll get him back home to lay him to rest. What's worse, their eldest daughter is in a Houston hospital fighting to survive. Alex Whitaker with our news affiliate in Atlanta has more. This is a really painful situation to tell you about. One child is dead, another is in the hospital fighting to survive and could be forever changed. When on a family vacation, the goal is not to think about coming home. The whole point is to unwind. Over Zoom from a friend's house, Tracy Mosley says she and her family, all from Metro Atlanta, never even made it to their fall vacation spot. They're out of town but can't relax and wish everyone on the trip could come home. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I just, yeah. I want my son back. Sunday morning around 5.45, Mosley, her seven kids, and three others were riding in a Chevy Trailblazer. They were to spend the week in Texas visiting friends. That's when authorities say a car sped up from behind and cut them off on this narrow stretch of I-10 with heavy construction. Mosley said the family did a roll call to see if everyone was okay. We had two robbers in the car. So they said... We got Robert Lee. I said, well, where's my Robert? Her Robert was thrown from the car. My daughter said the first time the car flipped over, she saw him, but once it stopped, she didn't see him anymore. The Texas Department of Public Safety pronounced the 11-year-old dead at the scene. The family says the other driver never stopped. Mosley has scrapes and bruises, but she's concerned about the others taken to a nearby hospital. Of the three, Mosley says her 16-year-old daughter is fighting to survive. She's not talking physically, but she does understand she's aware. So she's alert. That's Mosley's twin sister, Stacy. Both sisters say extended family struggles with the idea of knowing little Robert will never fully come home. He was a grown man and a child body. Turn yourself in. That's all we want as the family. We already lost him. We can't get him back. Another thing family can't seem to wrap their heads around is why little Robert would ask to switch seats with his sister just 30 to 45 minutes before that crash. At the live desk, I'm Alex Whitler reporting for KFDM Fox 4 News. And of course, we'll keep you updated on that story as it develops. But first this morning, an update on a fatal hit and run in Port Arthur. DPS is releasing the name of a pedestrian that was killed by a driver who left the crash scene. 60-year-old Rafael Antonio Simpson Lacau was walking down the center of Highway 347 late Sunday night near Woodlawn Road. A driver hit him and left. He died at Christus St. Elizabeth Hospital. The vehicle that struck him may be blue and will have front-end damage. If you have any information, you're asked to call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. LD Ray captured this video for us. Beaumont police releasing the name of a homicide victim while investigators search for a person of interest in a suspicious house fire. Police say 41-year-old Jason West has been identified as the man found dead following the fire on Dallas Avenue in Beaumont last Friday. His body recovered after first responders put out the fire, which they believe may have been deliberately set. 
An autopsy confirmed the death as a homicide. Police and fire investigators believe the person of interest, 39-year-old Shannon Ardwan, may have information about the fire. He was spotted in Huntington near Lufkin after the fire, driving the victim's car. Ardwan wrecked it and ran from the scene. If you have any information about his whereabouts, you can contact Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. Investigators believe someone deliberately set two fires that scorched the land in Orange County last night. First responders with Emergency Services District 1 rushed to extinguish two grass fires on Four Oaks Ranch Road northwest of Vider. First responders prevented the flames from spreading to any homes or buildings. Thankfully, no injuries were reported. These fires, especially with the extremely dry weather, is prompting most counties to enact burn bans. Violating a burn ban can actually bring a fine of up to $500. This video courtesy of James Ware. Burn bans now in effect across most of Southeast Texas. County judges in Orange and Newton counties voted to issue burn bans yesterday, while other counties extended theirs. Dry conditions again heightening the fire danger. Conditions similar to what the area experienced back in August when lightning sparked this fire in Jasper County and it quickly spread. Whether by nature or man-made, fires can get out of hand in just a matter of minutes. Jefferson County judge says there are monitoring conditions to do what's best for the public. Bans generally remain in effect for about seven days. They must be extended. Hardin County commissioners extended their burn ban for 30 days. Schools out for the rest of the week at a Liberty County School District after a broken pump led to a boil water notice. The Home Freshwater Supply District says a broken portion of the pump and motor in the city's well caused storage tanks to fill slower than normal, which led to low water pressure in the boil water notice. So classes for Hull, Dysetta ISD have been canceled until next week. City officials remind that a boil notice means to not drink the water without boiling it, and boiled or bottled water should be used for drinking, brushing teeth, washing dishes, and food preparation until further notice. Well, celebrations marking Hispanic Heritage Month continue across Southeast Texas. Latest one taking place yesterday morning at Blanchette Elementary in Beaumont. <music> Kindergarten students and their teachers organized this festive program. It included plenty of music, singing and dancing. Children performed several traditional Hispanic dances. They also gave information about Latin American countries. They presented themselves as Hispanic icons and uh, Angel San Juan served as the guest speaker captured this video for us. Ducks Unlimited and other groups meeting yesterday to recognize the teamwork to restore the marshes along the upper Texas coast. The work not only important for allowing fish and marine life to flourish, but to reduce the impact of a storm surge when a tropical system rolls in. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFTM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast for Wednesday, October the 12th. Going to be a pretty warm day across the area. We'll see overnight lows this morning. Bottom out probably right around that 70 degree mark in many locations. Just a very warm morning so far. This afternoon, we'll look for partly cloudy skies. And with a southwest wind that gusts over 20 miles an hour, we'll see high temperatures across most of the area reach the 90-degree mark. Now, we will see a few isolated showers. I think the best chance of that is going to be into the evening hours. We'll see a weak boundary kind of pushing into the area. Uh, a cold front, yes, but not going to bring really cool temperatures until maybe a secondary boundary comes in 
early next week. On Thursday, though, once the front does pass by, we'll be looking at mostly sunny skies, lower humidity, but again, temperatures are expected to stay fairly mild. We'll be looking at generally above normal temperatures for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Highs will top out into the upper 80s. We'll see the coolest morning the rest of the week, probably coming up on Friday morning. Overnight lows will be into the low 60s in Beaumont, which means we'll probably be looking for some lower to middle 50s up into the lakes. It's just kind of the way it's been working here lately. A lot cooler in the lakes than it has been along and south of Interstate 10. Heading into the weekend, Saturday looks really good. We'll see sunny skies and highs in the upper 80s. Overnight lows, though, Saturday and Sunday are going to creep back up close to that 70-degree mark as we're going to see a surge of moisture pushing back in ahead of our next cold front. That cold front will arrive on Monday, so starting Sunday and continuing through Tuesday morning, looks like we're going to see a pretty decent shot of some showers, maybe a couple thunderstorms into the area. Certainly the best shot at rain we've seen since probably mid-August. So again, looking forward to some rainfall, finally making it here to southeast Texas. Uh, some of the computer models are indicating you know, an inch to two inches possible, a little early to kind of pinpoint it, but again, some beneficial rain certainly would not help here in southeast Texas. UV index today is going to be a six. The water temperature is still sitting at 78 degrees. High tide comes up at 647 this evening, and if you're headed to the beach, there is still a red flag flying for a high risk of rip currents. As far as your allergy report goes, still looking at very high levels of weed pollen, the grass pollen also is very high. Out in the Gulf of Mexico, we are tracking Tropical Storm Carl. It will continue to move basically towards the west. And again, a lot of shear north of the system into the northern Gulf of Mexico, so no threat for Carl to head towards this area. Again, staying pretty quiet. And as uh, Greg said last night, looks like the tropical season here in southeast Texas has finally come to a close. In the meantime, recapping your forecast today, a 30% coverage of isolated showers mainly in the evening. Our high temperatures topping out at 90 degrees. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.